Today's guest is April. She is a celebrity psychic medium, natural born clairvoyant, remote viewer, ghost hunter, and more. She has been featured on Travel Channel's hit series, The Holzer Files, and she is the star of Live Readings with April, the Psychic Housewife of New Jersey. April, thank you very, very much for joining me today. Thank you, Jeff. I'm so glad to be here. Finally, we get to see each other. Yes. We've All right. speaking to each other on Messenger. We're not just speaking to each other telepathically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what we're really doing. Yeah. <laughs> So can you give us a little bit about your background? Like even I believe that you are natural born clairvoyant. So when did you realize that you had that ability? I know it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually four when I realized, well, you know, I'm four, I'm a kid, but wow. that's when I had my first like visitation. When I was uh, two, my real father passed away. Oh, wow. <clears throat> so my mom remarried. We moved in with my stepdad and at four, my real father came to see me. So, but I'm just a little kid and I started, you know, I woke up screaming, daddy's here, daddy's here. And, you know, my family came in and I'm like, daddy was, you know, here in front of me. So after that, like, you know, years passed, there's like little things happening here and there. Then I start seeing, then like more spirits start coming in, like from a 10,000 mile radius, like every spirit around, like was coming in to see me. Mm. I was it was just insane, but these weren't always good spirits too. So that's the scary part. So, you know, you're going to get good spirits with the good spirits. It's like open a portal. Mm-hmm. So all these bad spirits started coming in tormenting me and my family was starting to feel it too. They weren't seeing it, but like mm-hmm. my sisters were being grabbed. We had stuff disappearing and ending up like in weird spots in the house. I was getting grabbed. I was getting welts that I was getting pushed in front of my family. Like I was you like I was sitting in a chair and I got pushed and like flew into the wall. Mm. And then I had spirits visiting me at night and it was just tormenting. So as I, you know, as I got older into my teens, <clears throat> actually, you know what, when I was really young, like in the first grade, like I was able, I, when I get my information, I like, I know a lot of people say they have guides and everything. I don't, I just get the information. I just know it. I call it downloads. And um, like, I remember they wanted me to skip a grade in first grade because the teacher was up there. And before she would finish like a question, I would blurt out the answer. So they thought I was some child prodigy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, you know, I just, I just know it. <laughs> so. Well, you're saying you're getting grabbed and your family or you're getting pushed and other family members are getting pushed and that's pretty scary. And you're a good Italian girl. Yeah, yeah. So I'm surprised if you're not Catholic, you didn't call a priest over to start doing some exorcisms or something. Oh, what are you kidding? My mom didn't want anyone to know. She, you know, she didn't want anyone to think we were crazy. So <laughs> it's all about the reputation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, yeah, it was crazy because now I'm seeing these people that are in the house mm-hmm. and I'm telling my family what I'm seeing. And the scary part when they started now, I have these really bad spirits coming in and um, they would mimic my mom's voice. And I would wake up in the middle of the night looking for my mom because my mom's calling me. So I was kind of like half in like in a trance and I would walk and I would wake up in pitch black at the top of the stairs. They were trying to get me to fall down the stairs and hurt me. Wow. So that wasn't working. So now they start going in, you know, into my dream state. So they're, I'm in my dreams. I can dream that I can fly down the stairs. So I'm just a kid yet. So after having so many dreams, I'm like, hey, I can do this. Mm-hmm. I can fly down the stairs. So I tried to do it one time, but my mom called me. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I can fly down the stairs, but 
I realized as I get older, they like, they were just getting into my head. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now I'm older, I can control this, you know, when spirits come around. But it's pretty crazy. Um, do you Especially think- when they mimic your mom's voice. Yeah. Do you think that the bad ones are only because you're living in that house or they're everywhere? You know, um, at first that's what I thought, but you know, after doing this for so many years, like even doing investigations and residentials, I realized when a portal opens and the spirits around, even if they're good spirits, uh, of course there's going to be bad spirits around just Mm -hmm. like in life. We have good and bad people, right? you know, except, uh, not everyone can see. So right. Can you just tell them, hey, get out of here and they'll leave or they won't? Um, you know, when I started on jungle, you know, I'm petrified. I was scared of them. But um, I just gotta tell you, the funny part was I always tell everyone this. There was one room in the house for some reason they couldn't get me, and that was my brother's room. Hmm. So it, I wound up sleeping. My my bedroom where this was all the action was happening was on the third floor. Nobody ever slept up there again because anyone that slept up there, like, you know, we would hear um, weird noises, like we would hear scratching, we would hear um, like a baby crying, like if a baby was crying in the room, it was so weird. And we were seeing shadows. And the thing that I saw was the the final straw is I woke up and when I turned over to like the middle of my bed, it was like this black shadow figure in my bed with red eyes. And I'm like, that's it. We're done. No wow. more. So. <laughs> wow. So is it possible to tell them to leave and they'll listen and leave or you don't really have any control over um, them? No, no. You know, um, now, you know, I've gotten more powerful because I'm also a shaman now. So I have hmm. complete control over it. You know, um, yeah, I can get them to leave and there's some that you cannot get to leave. And um, I just, it's weird. I was just telling somebody about this recently. I've noticed on every investigation I've gone on, <clears throat> and there were spirits around. Of course, some have bad spirits. There's always this one spirit hanging around that I can always feel. There's, and it's like the same type of spirit. And I realized that this is like like a soul collector. It's like, <laughs> but it's not, it's after it's coming to get, like try and get souls of like the spirits. Wow. That's- I know, it's pretty crazy. I, I discovered this when I was at the Haunted Shanley Hotel. And I said, you know what? I keep encountering the same spirit. They never, like, every time I go somewhere into a haunting, you know, a residential area, um, I always would feel this spirit, but I could never find it. I always felt like it was hiding from me. And then I realized that the one time, like, it confronted me and it told me, like, I'm, I'm not here for the living. I'm here to collect souls, like, to get these people. And if they were bad ones. So I realized there's always one, like if there's a lot of spirit activity and if there is like, if it's not there, it eventually, if the spirits remain in the home, there's always going to be that one dark spirit trying to con- get that, those other spirits. It's mm-hmm. really crazy. I have crossed over spirits. So I have, I've gone because a lot of people call me to come to their homes that are being, you know, haunted or, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of spirit activity. And I was able to cross over a lot of spirits. Let's go back to the soul collector. What do you think the soul collector was doing with spirits or souls once he or she gets them? You know, that I don't know. And I swear, I just thought of this, like something clicked in my head the other day. And I, and I was going back over all my cases and I said, Holy I said, oh my God, I keep encountering the same feeling when I go places, but I never realized it until the Shanley Hotel. 
when the thing did confront me and was telling me what it did. And I think a lot of like the spirits get, that get stuck here that don't cross over, that they're still here. He's trying to like stop them from crossing over, oh. like as if to take. Yeah. I, and I don't know why yet. So I want to like, I'm going to delve further into this, investigate this more. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just dawned on me. Like, you know, it was like, you know, when you, did you ever watch the movie, The Sixth Sense? Yeah, it's, but it's been a long time. Yeah, but like when they, they when it clicks in their head, they realize, and they, you know, he Bruce Willis realizes he's dead, and he goes back to you know, and he, he realizes and that you know all these other instances and all the um that happened while he was dead, and he realized, oh my god, I'm dead. That's what happened to me. I had flashbacks. I'm like, oh my god, of like every place I was at, I had that same feeling. That thing was there, but it wouldn't show itself to me. Do you think it was following you? No, I don't think it's following me. I think it's, there's different ones or I don't think it's the same one, but I think they're all at like different places where there's spirit activity. Mm, wow. So, That's the first time I've ever heard this. When I find out, like, you know, I, I know I, I just happened to have a conversation over the weekend with another medium about this. And I said, I finally realized what this thing was. I got to think here. Cause just thinking about it, maybe lost my train of thought. I know it's crazy, right? right. <laughs> so you're able to talk I'm to people. I'm blowing your mind. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight probably because of this. I know. <laughs> I believe you said that you talk to people both who have crossed over and who are earthbound. If so, how can you yes. tell the difference? Uh, it's the energy, the energy, like a uh, different, um, I can feel the energy around people. So, um, the earthbound ones are a heavier energy hmm. and um, I can feel like um, I, it's like a more of a pressure around me. So the heavier the pressure, the more I know it's more earthbound, the lighter it is. I know that's crossed over and I can see if they're crossed over. It's the way they act, the way they speak, hmm. the ones that are stuck here. It's a totally different um, how they, they present themselves. It's are darker. Are they like depressed? I, not depressed, but more like confusion, you know, mm. confused where they are. But yeah. um, I'm glad like if I could do cases, but it stinks because like if I do a residential case, I can cross them over. If I go to an actual, you know, well-known haunted location, they don't want me getting rid of their spirits because then they lose their business. So. Oh, wow. That's interesting. <laughs> Capitalism at its best, I guess. <laughs> Well, we love going to these places. We want to see ghosts. <laughs> yeah, we want to see. So do you know, Do you mostly just feel people or do you visually like see like a your classic kind of transparent looking ghost like? Um, it's, it's a little bit of both. Mostly I feel them. So okay. I feel, you know, like it's so crazy. It's so cliche. I'm going to say like see with the third eye, but that's mm-hmm. actually where I'm saying. Um, you know, this is how I tell people. This is how I see things. Picture your bedroom in your head. All right. Are you seeing it? Mm-hmm. That's how I see things. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. It's like a memory, isn't it? But that's like a memory. It's kind of like a memory, but they're showing me their memory. They're showing me themselves. Oh, okay. They're they- putting their thoughts in my head. So, and if they can't, uh, if um, the connection's not good, you know, like having T-Mobile, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if your connection's not good, they give me images in my head to like make me say things. 
Um, they use my memory bank. Like um, I know when I see an orange, I know that's Florida. They're trying to let me know that that's Florida. I had one um, instance where I was doing a reading and I used to work for the police department. So I work for the chief of police. Wow. So <clears throat> I'm doing a reading and I'm bringing this guy through and all of a sudden he's showing me one of the officers I used to work with, but they were showing me in civilian clothing. So I'm like, why the heck would he show me in civilian clothing? Cause I only, I've only seen him in uniform. So I was baffled by that. Like, how am I supposed to, what does this mean? So all of a sudden I hear say his name and I said, Oh my God. So it was the, the cop's name. His name was Bruce. Mm-hmm. So I said, who's Bruce? And the lady started crying. The man I was bringing through, his name was Bruce. Oh, wow. So this is how they try to get me to say things. You know, if I don't hear it clearly, mm-hmm. they'll give me something I know so I can say it. Mm. It's pretty interesting. It's so, like doing a, you know, putting a puzzle together. So would you say you're clairaudient as well? Like you'll just hear their voices too? Uh, yes. I'm everything. everything. I do all the clairs. Right. But uh, Yeah. All the clairs. It just depends on the situation. All the clairs. I have all the clairs. All right. Even Snell, too. I got a couple people here already. Maybe these are some of your peeps. Hey. Uh, This is from Parabent6, says, hi, April. Hi. I don't know who that is. What's the name? Parabent6. And then we got Paragen72, says, April has been to my home and helped us cross over a little girl we had there. She's the best. Aw, that's Jen. Hey, Jen, what's going on? Yes. Jen's actually my moderator, too. Like, she she was a client mm-hmm. that became a friend, mm-hmm. and now she's my moderator on my show, mm-hmm. her and her fiancé friend. So. Oh, that's awesome. I guess Para oh, Bent Brenton. is Brent. So how did you work up this ability into becoming, uh, I would say, a professional psychic? Like, wh- how did you develop this? And then all of a sudden you got on TV and celebrities and whatever else you were I into. know. It's so it's so freaking crazy how it happened i mean i started i was reading like when i was a teenager and i was doing it for fun but i was trying to keep it quiet doing my friends my close mm-hmm. friends and then um when i left the police department i said to my, like i i when i met my husband i told him i said listen i can read i'm a psychic but i said i don't want it out there i want to want people making fun of me because i'm i mean look at me i'm normal right i'm not the goth you know not right. all the weird stuff and i never wanted to be perceived that way you know because i was always you know, popular in school the mm-hmm. cheerleader and not the crazy psychic so i never wanted what to know so you know when i left the police department i said you know i said i don't think i want to go back to an office i said i think i'm going to do this professionally mm-hmm. so i you know i said listen and i heard already known this i i said i'm going to be working i'm going to be doing fairs i said so i'm going to be gone in the weekends is that okay so i had i didn't even have this job yet so mm-hmm. I just made a phone call and I said, listen, do you know, like da, 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 where I can, you know, start doing this? Oh yeah. You know what? As a matter of fact, they're looking for somebody and that's how I started. My name started getting out there and mm-hmm. then um, paranormal groups started contacting me and then TV found me. I had a, a producer from, um, from travel channel contact mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. for um, the Lambert castle, which is pretty cool. And they, they called me up and they're like, Hey, have you ever been to Lambert castle? And I'm like, no, I never heard of it, but I'm going to tell you what I say. So mm-hmm. I started telling him, I said, listen, so I said, the pe- you know, whoever goes there, they're seeing a lady in like a white dress. I see her walking around, but she disappears. I said, I see her outside by a tree. 
and she walks from the tree and she's walking towards the stone wall where this man and this man disappears. And she's like baffled and she disappears. I think she was trying to find this man. So, so, all right. So I said, listen, let me go there and see what else I could pick up. So I go there. I, I find the Lambert Castle. I get there, but it's not open. So I said, oh, let me walk around. I'm walking around. It's a castle. I find the stone wall and I look over and there's the tree where I saw the girl. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, holy crap, it's real. You know, wow. even I'm like amazed sometimes. I'm mm-hmm. like, it's real. So as I'm walking, I hear this woman crying like uncontrollably. So I said, oh, my God, you know, this woman lost a child. All of a sudden here, I'm transported up into the bedroom. I can see this woman. This is what I'm talking about, remote viewing. Mm -hmm. Now I'm in this bedroom in the castle. And there's this older woman in a black dress, white collar, hair back in a bun. And she's on the bed and she's crying. And I said, oh, my God, she lost a child. She looks up at me and she goes, I'm not the person they think I am. So I'm like, oh, they think you're the lady in white. You're not the lady in white. So fast forward, I get called to go to the Lambert Castle to film. Mm-hmm. So I walk into the castle my first time in there. I was so excited. I get to meet Shane Petman the first time when mm-hmm. I walk in. I'm going up the stairs. And as we're going up the stairs to meet Dave Schrader, as we turn the corner, there's a picture there. And I grab the producer. And I'm like, oh, my God. I said, this is the woman I saw. Mm-hmm. He goes, that's Isabella Lambert. That's the daughter. I said, this is the woman in white. She was in her white wedding gown. Oh, I know. Amazing. Pretty crazy. Then, you know, um, I go meet Dave Schrader. He's interviewing me and I'm telling the story and I'm telling him the story about the woman crying in the bedroom who lost, a, you know, a child. He goes, that's funny. He goes, Mrs. Lambert lost five children, including Isabella. She outlived her children. Hmm. So. Amazing. Now, go into the show now. They, they're filming the show without me, of course, because they have Cindy Kazar, you know, they're psychic on the show. And they hear the woman crying. You can, you hear it on camera. And that was the woman I was hearing crying. So it's pretty crazy. Yeah. You are also a celebrity psychic. Are you allowed to name drop some of yes. the celebrities that you work with? Not, not all of them, but uh, one of them is, um, like, I do a lot of the housewives in New Jersey, hence my name, Psychic Housewife in New Jersey. Oh, cool. Um, but one I do is Kim um, Kim D from the Housewives in New Jersey. Okay. And she has become a good friend, but I read her. Mm-hmm. I read all her friends. Um, Daryl Morrison from Ghost Hunters is, mm-hmm. you know, I read him. And uh, quite a few people. Some I just can't name. <laughs> right. Well, you're in a great place because you're right next door to New York, so... Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people just across the bridge. I don't know. Oh, there's a lot of people. There's people here in Jersey. Yeah. We got so many celebrities here. Yeah. So, when you do a personal reading like you're doing for the celebrities, what are you reading for them? What do they want to know? Like, what job should I do? Well, sometimes, you know, they're. Yeah, you know what? Um, I, you know, actually, I do a lot of business calls too. Like, I help people like decide on what to do with their business. Mm hmm with jobs or whatever, but some people just want a general reading what I see. So I like to, you know what? It's funny from this, you know, pandemic, Mm -hmm. because I use zoom, you know, to do my readings and FaceTime and Google duo. I actually like to see the people because then I look at them and I can read the energy around them and see what's going on. Mm -hmm. So I'll pick up stuff and I'm like telling them what I pick up now, possibly what happened in the past that pertains to the future mm-hmm. and I'll pick up future events and what's going to happen. Hmm. So it's, uh, 
it's fun. And then, you know, of course I do a mix of mediumship. So if there's somebody going to come through, right. it's not always, you know, some people, it's funny. Some people I get, they, they want a medium reading and I'm, and I'm not really picking up people that they will know. And I'm like, why is there a specific person you're looking for? They're like, no, I really don't know anybody that's passed. And I'm like, <laughs> I said, let me just do, let me read you. Shut up. (laughs) Can you tell us some of the myths of being a psychic that are not true? You know, I get it. And I got to tell you, and I, I live by this. Like I hate, I I never want to be perceived that like, I see a lot of people with the garb, the black and goth looking, you don't, that's not a psychic. And another thing, you don't have to be spiritual, love and light to be psychic. That's Mm -hmm. not going to make you psychic. Mm -hmm. You know, being a psychic, you're just a normal person. So saying love and light, because I see so many of these people, they're like, love and light, love and light. You can't live love and light, you know, every day. If you're mad at somebody, you got to say it. I always say you're going to, you're going to, you know, uh, block your throat chakra. Right. (laughs) If you're pissed at somebody, say it. I'm pissed at you. Right. You know, you can't hold that in. But people think by being spiritual and, you know, I don't know, you know, it's not going to make you psychic. Either you're a psychic or you're not. Right. But you don't need all that, you know crazy be crap right makes sense so you said it started when you were at when you were four do you think there's anything that possibly happened to you before you were four that could have been like a catalyst to start this off like you know like some kind of near-death experience or um well the Nothing happened before I what you know, I'm going to tell you something that nobody knows. I was, I was born cross-eyed. Okay. So I actually had an operation to fix my eye. And then when I was younger, I, I was, uh, I caught a really bad virus that like uh, landed in my spine and I couldn't move my legs for the longest time. Like wow. I had to wait for this. It was crazy. But I had never had a near death experience, but the only thing I think it was um, probably my father coming through to see me mm-hmm. and somehow maybe making that connection or something. I got to connect with the other side and something happened there. Yeah. That makes sense. Like maybe you just yeah. made some kind of connection and, and the chain or the, the energy is still connected. Exactly. Wow. But too, you know what? I, I did my chart. You did what? I'm sorry. My third. I did my chart, my, you know, astrology chart. Mm-hmm. And then my chart, it shows like, um, sections of my chart where what makes me psychic what is that um it's like the, the placement of the planets like where um where i have scorpio scorpio and pisces is where it makes i forgot what the placement of it i think my 12th house or something like that mm-hmm. i love astrology i know mm-hmm. know the exact i'm not an astrologer mm-hmm. but i understand it so it it shows what makes me psychic and i know it's like i have scorpio in a certain part of my chart mm-hmm. and pisces which are water signs, which water signs usually Scorpio, Pisces, and Cancer mm-hmm. are um, the psychics of the Zodiac. Hmm, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Do you have any regrets about being a psychic? Uh, no, I love it. Well, I love it. I absolutely okay. love it. The only, thing, the only thing I don't like is like, um, I hate, I have a very small group of friends mm-hmm. because everyone wants to be my friend. And, and I know when people invite me out, it's like I have to sing for my dinner, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to do that. I want to go out and have like I like to go out with my friends and and not read. Right. That's the only part I hate. It's like when people invite because as soon as they start read me, read, I'm like, no, I'm off duty. Yeah. I want to have fun. <laughs> yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. 
I totally get it. And I have stalkers now. I have a lot of stalkers. What do they, how do they stalk you? I mean, like through the um, internet or what? Yeah, through the internet. Um, uh, you know, it's just they, they feel attached to me. They feel like an attachment. I guess like just like, you know, celebrities, they just feel they know me. And mm-hmm. I have some sending me poems and, but, you know. Are they sending I mean, not that I haven't had any. They're sending it to my my um my email oh, my okay. email address. So. You're not like getting gifts arriving at your door or anything like that. No, then I'm gonna really be upset. <laughs> uh, so you are into a lot of stuff because you're also a shaman. You do remote viewing. Um, you're a ghost hunter. Out of all these things that you do, what are you most passionate about? Um, I really love my investigations. I love doing the investigation. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we were talking like I like uh, the EVPs. I like the validation that I get when I go on location. I love like I was just telling you earlier, mm-hmm. I just did a location um, at the uh, Berkeley Plantation uh, with uh, Flumiri Promotions. And I was with Mustafa from Ghost Hunters. Mm-hmm. And I did the walkthrough and. Before I actually, before I got there, my remote viewing kicked in. As soon as I got the phone call to go to this event, I told them what I was picking up. But when I got there, I was walking um, with Ray Savino from Flamiri. And I looked to the left of me and there was this man, this black man in a straw hat. And he, they were like carting off bodies. Mm. And he says to me, he goes, explosion. There was an explosion. I said, oh, my God. So. You know, I go to the, the curator of uh, the Berkeley Plantation and I said this, you know, I saw this guy and he said there was an explosion here. But I said, I feel like there was two explosions. I said, like one from war and one, I don't know if a ship blew up or something happened. And she said, that's exactly what happened. And I go and I said to her and I said, nobody knows this either. Like, this is not on the Internet. You can't find this information. Mm-hmm. So I was, that's I was very excited about that. A lot of locations I do. The information I get, a lot of information I get, you cannot get online. So, which validates me even more. Like, you know, it can't be researched. So a lot of these locations, do they like pay you to come out? Like this plantation to me sounds like it's pretty far from New Jersey, but I could oh, be yeah, wrong. Oh, yeah, it's Virginia. Right. Yeah. So. so, yeah, of course you get paid for, you know, I get paid for different locations. I get paid for my time. Mm-hmm. And some, some I don't. Some I just love doing it. So they'll just like, you know, like, you out? Oh, oh, yeah, well, actually, I drove to this one. Oh. <laughs> it was a six hour ride, but it was right. so much fun. Starbucks mm-hmm. <laughs> and good music. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, that's really awesome. Yeah, but this, there's some places, yeah, I'll be, you know, fl- uh, they'll fly me out. So it's really a lot of fun. I love it. When they're flying you out to a location, um, is it like they just want to know what's going on with their place? So they're like, hey, there's a ghost here and I don't get it and we need to f- get an expert out here. And they'll say, hey, can you come out and see what's going on? Is that is that usually why they bring you out? Uh, yeah. And, you know, sometimes it's it's for like, um, you know, an event, you know, where they're, they're, you know, people are coming, paying to come to the event mm-hmm. to see it haunt the location. So I just, you know, up the ante because, you know, because I could connect with them and tell them mm-hmm. what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, most of the time, almost 99% of the time, I'm going to give information that is not known. Mm-hmm. So which makes it even more fun. Yeah. Like I just, I did, I did here in Jersey, I did a location. And before going there, of course, remote viewing, I, I honed in and I, and I saw that 
George Washington was there with his troops. They were actually mm-hmm. hiding out there. Mm-hmm. So I get to this location and I start picking up all the stuff. So I, you know, I get the curator of the place and I said, listen, I said, George Washington was here because he showed me. Not that I was talking to George Washington, but I could see him mm-hmm. and his men. He goes, nope, nope, time time frame is wrong. Nope, <laughs> nope. I'm like, all right. I said, but I'm right. I know I am. Two days later, I get a call from him. He goes, April, he goes, you were right. He And he sends me a letter that they found. And George Washington was there hiding out with his men. Wow. That must be awesome. nobody knew this. This is not evidence that you cannot find on the internet. That must be awesome to get that validation. Yeah. I knew I was right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I was arguing with them. I said, all right. I said, I know I'm right. I said, I know he was here. So... So I'll walk out of there. I know I'm right. Because if I'm seeing this, I'm right. <laughs> hmm. I'm a typical Italian <laughs> and Sicilian. <laughs> Uh-oh. We're always right. <laughs> We're always right. <laughs> so you got any other projects that you're working on that you want people to know about? Um. Oh, gosh. Are you going to write a book or something? or what? I'm probably, you know what? Everyone keeps bugging me to write a book. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm not really a writer. So, mm-hmm. but... I guess they find me interesting because when I went to this last event, I had so many fans there. I was like, oh, oh my God, oh my God, I can't believe this. I said, you know what? Maybe I will write a book. I will write a book about my past, you know, stuff that I've done and maybe a little, some tips how they can, you know, 